Dan, let me ask you, how long have you and me known each other? Oh boy, what is it now? Almost three years, is it? Has it been? I think so. Yeah. So I, I've gotten to know you pretty good. I mean, we don't mail each other Christmas cards, but there is one thing about you that just annoys me. Oh, I'm better looking than you? Uh, well, according to my mom, you're not. <laughs> uh, um, that, is, that is not what is annoying me. My my arms, my guns are bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not it either. All here's right, what uh, here's what annoys guess. me. Here's <laughs> here's what annoys me about you. All you do is complain about the weather. <laughs> Jeez, give it yeah. up already. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I would have gotten that from. Who I picked? I up don't on. know. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's uh, dad always says you can. There's two, one of two things you can either complain about it or you can do something about it. So that's why you don't hear me complaining about the weather. Oh yeah, I've I've, nev I've always wondered why you never do. I've always uh -huh. wondered why you know the weather doesn't isn't something that bothers you. <laughs> yeah, well, in Ohio we are a uh, a tough lot, and we don't let little things like the weather get us down. See, I was going to mention today that I think all of your complaining about the weather has impacted me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where I'm going with this. You had scheduled a big uh, shindig up there at uh, north central Wisconsin, and you let a little thing like record rainfall uh, cancel it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what the heck? What's six inches of rain? Come on. I know. It it, it really seems like nothing. But, uh, yeah, Mother Nature once again has foiled my plans. Well, almost, well, sort of. The, the last two years when I did a little event, Mother Nature foiled the plans on the day of the event. This year, it was the week leading up to the event. Yeah. 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 You know, I, <laughs> I, I'm planning, I'm hoping to plan a, another open house for next spring, but part of me just says, why even bother? Cause you know, it's going to rain. <laughs> uh, it, while it did rain at my current open house this year, it, it wasn't a washout. Uh, it really wasn't that bad to be honest with you. I think that's no. probably, it was probably good to have at least that in the, in the spring. But then my cookout for All Roads Lead to Ohio, it kind of sprinkled a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <that night>. just a little. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so I'm just saying, here we go. We're in the fall. And it kind of dries out in the fall, you know. And you schedule a, a Woodhound uh, shindig, a get-together, and guess what happens? Yeah. <laughs> For the, the month of October, for 24 days, during the first 24 days, it rained once. And wow. then on the 24th day, it decided to dump. Well, I am at my place here. I, re, I don't know how much. My rain gauge goes up to five inches, and it was overflowing. Wow. But there were parts of the area that received six inches. Um, and, and Rick's Woodyard, where we were going to have this little get together, 
it's kind of down in like a bowl. There's like fields around him. So all the water kind of drains into it and it just turned into a swamp. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. So you had scheduled a, a woodhound outing. Uh, why don't you go ahead and explain what your, your thoughts were, what you were, uh, what you were trying to accomplish with it. Well, it was just um, a get together to get together and run machines, run chainsaws, get a little firewood split. I mean, in the past, when we had the Midwest firewood frenzy, it was kind of a um, a social event, you know, like not you know, just getting together for the sake of getting together. Yeah. But then, you know, I noticed like at your open house, and there's been a few other people who have done these get-togethers where they actually have the machines running, they have people splitting wood, cutting wood. You know, the, the wood hounds, they want to work. They want to get something done. Yeah. So that's that was my thought is to have a little get together, have the Yappa firewood processor there, the Easton made. Um, Rick's got a wolf ridge. So we'd have all kinds of machines. We had all kinds of wood to cut. And then Mother Nature. <laughs> yeah. I, I that was the case at my open house. I mean, these guys just wanted to work, man. And I mean, who am I to stop them? You know, uh, but it wasn't all fun and games for me because um, you can't believe how sore my shoulder and elbow were were from pointing. You know, I was like, "Hey, can you pick that up?" I point at it. You know, "Hey, can you cut that?" I would point over there. Yeah, yeah it's tough. Move that yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, People always think that the leader has the easy job, but I'm here to tell you, it's it's a challenge. It is definitely, definitely is, and and there's a lot that goes into, um, you know, the preparation, preparing for the event. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. you're. Under now this stress. wasn't to be at your place though. This was at someone else's, and it wasn't your wood getting cut up. It was someone else's. It was just a place for people to come hang out and do what brings joy to all of our collective lives. Yes, that was the original plan. And and Rick had plenty of wood, you know, lined up, ready to go. So like I mentioned, it rained Tuesday, and then on Wednesday it rained some more. And on Thursday, it was forecasted to rain most of the day. So we made the decision yeah. to cancel the event. So I started calling people, and a few of the people were already in route over here to Wisconsin, a couple people oh, wow. were from like real close by. So everyone's like, well, you know, if there's any chance to still get together, you know, I'm still up for it. Uh-huh. So I got thinking, well, we could possibly just do something here in my wood yard. Yeah. But I didn't have a lot of, you know, wood to cut up. So I started scrambling, getting things pulled out of piles. I had some logs in one spot I brought out, had some other logs. And so... <laughs> We made something out of nothing, and it was still a good day to just, you know, get together. I think there was, like, six six people, six people that showed up. Oh, wow. Well, that's nice. Yeah. But that also goes to, that reveals the makeup of the people we were all surrounded with, you know? Yeah. Everyone knows it's rainy. Everyone knows that it's mucky and miserable out, but no one cares. They're still willing to come. Yep. Yeah, and... And the day, Saturday, that day, it, it was cold, but it wasn't raining. Um, so, like, 
There was one guy that he's always been wanting to get on the podcast. I'm going to mention his name now. So he's technically he's kind of been on the podcast. Kevin, what's the buzz is his YouTube channel. <laughs> but yeah. he was him and his wife were already over here visiting some friends. So they like they were in the area. Um, one guy, Alan, he w- lives 10 minutes away from me. Um, so, you know, it was just it was we were still able to find people to come over. Um, Brent from around the yard, he was picking up his log splitter from Wolf Ridge after having some modifications made to it. So he was already over here. So it's like, Hey, all right, let's see what we can do. (laughs) Okay. And you live close, I guess, Wolf Ridge log splitters is operates out of your hometown. Yep. About five miles away. Yeah, and that was the initial relationship with your uh, firewood frenzy, uh, yes. which went on for a couple years. Yep. Okay. Yeah, originally it was finding a place to get people together. But again, the mindset was just, you know, the whole getting together and kind of like socializing. And then uh-huh. that kind of evolved just through other people doing similar events to where, Hey, let's have the opportunity to split some firewood and, you know, run some chainsaws and yeah. get work done. <laughs> uh huh. So did, what was, let's pretend that the rain never came and everyone was coming. What was the makeup or how far were they traveling? How many people were you expecting? Um, I, I think I had around 12 to 15 that were like committed you know, that had like reached out to me, filled out my online form, RSVP'd. Um, and, and I think the furthest was um, the saw surgeon. He was coming from all the way down in Battle Creek, Michigan. Oh, wow. He still came up anyway. Uh, and then a couple people from Minnesota and just around Wisconsin. So it huh. was, it was uh, like, it was going to be, you know, not huge. It was going to be a little, a few more people showing up the original plan, but you know, yeah. we still got something done. All right. <laughs> Do you think that you're going to try and accomplish something like this again? Well, that was the question is if we were going to reschedule, um, try to find a date for another weekend. And now like in November, it gets tough with deer hunting and Thanksgiving and you know, yeah. people are, people are just busy. So I don't think we're going to try to do anything yet again this year and for next year i tell you i don't know (laughs) Uh i I think three strikes and i'm out (laughs) (laughs) well maybe you could if i have mine you could come down and pretend it's yours well i i will definitely show up to yours and i will try to keep the rain from following me there but i i just don't know if i'm going to try planning one again Yeah, I don't know if we'll be going forward with one. I really don't. I have permission from the landlord, and I have, I've talked to a couple of the manufacturers out there that have given like a, you know, nothing formal, but like, oh, yeah, kind of a thing. Yep. Because uh, I would like to have an open invitation to like because you know we got the space man and it's hard packed you know even if it did rain no one's going to get stuck in the mud where people could bring some machines and set them up and run them and let people see them right but you know i don't know i still have a business to run you know it's not like i'm a hobbyist or anything (laughs) 
<laughs> there it is. And, yeah. <laughs> the word of the day is hobbyist. Uh, but I still have to do that. I still have to operate and I still am sensitive to the neighbors. I don't want to tick anyone off, but I don't know. I would also like to see, you know, where this could lead because I think it's fun and I think it's healthy. I think it's good for the industry. I will give it a shot, but maybe, maybe not because <laughs> I'm just, that's what I'm saying. You know, it don't matter. It doesn't matter which weekend I pick it's going to rain. <laughs> yeah and and the one thing i never let the, this one cat out of the bag that i had um but originally um andrew easton was planning to be at this get together with his 40c processor because he oh, was wow. bringing it over to wisconsin um but then they had some things that they were trying to fine tune on it and his schedule got changed and he wasn't going to be able to make it then anyway um and then the rain you know we ended up canceling so uh-huh. so it's it's and and you know and that's the whole thing that i don't know if, if everyone truly understands or appreciates the the planning and the stress and <laughs> everything that goes into putting something like this together i mean it is a lot more there's a lot more to it than just saying like hey everyone come over Right. Yeah. The one, let me ask you this. Did you rent a porta potty? <laughs> I did. And guess what? They delivered what? it because of their, uh, their route schedule. They delivered it to Rick's Woodyard last Wednesday and they picked it up <laughs> this Wednesday and it never got used. But guess what? Oh, I wow. still paid well, full price for it. <laughs> yeah. But that was my big takeaway was I could not believe how expensive a porta john is. Gosh, I, know. I need it. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> I almost drove out to Rick's Woodyard yesterday just to just drop to something it. in there to send it back. Not you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm like, something's got to, that thing wasn't even used. Come oh on. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that is um, my takeaway from my event. Now, I was also under stress because we were moving from the old wood yard to the new wood yard and getting set up for the, for the open house too. So there was a lot of stuff going on. And you remember even the weather, the effect that it had when we were moving, cause you were there to help to do the move. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah. We had all of our eggs in one basket for one day and we decided to change it because of the weather. <laughs> and that was, that was exciting, but it was, yeah, the, the small things, the porta johns, the the food vendors the garbage you know all these things that you don't think of but they all cost money yeah and and i like i wanted to do something a little a little above and beyond i guess for those that were attending so like i had um i ordered uh ear protection eye protection i ordered gloves so that everyone would have two pairs of gloves i had t-shirts oh, wow. made um i got this little uh um Donald Slate gave me some a bunch of little screwdrivers and these little tools for cleaning out your your bars and your chainsaw. So I had like a nice little, you know, appreciation uh -huh. package put together for everyone and and some people got them and then I'm mailing them <laughs> out to the I'm mailing them out to the other ones who weren't able to get here, but Oh yeah. wow, look at you. That's really nice. Yeah. So and that's an expense too, the postage mailing that stuff out. Heck yeah. Yeah, it's just but you know, again, it was like it just would have been cool to like have everything go off without a hitch 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's really nice of you, though, Dan, because, you know, you you were still aware enough about people's commitment to the weekend and then just saying the heck with it you and you opened up the doors to your house man that that says a lot yeah well it's it's you know like i said the woodhound community i think is a special breed of humans they're they're unique in their own way and i think that's one of the things that you know just welcoming people in welcoming strangers and everyone you know, it, it didn't take long for everyone to just be jabbing jokes at each other and having a good time uh -huh. and getting some work done. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. If we can just get you to quit your complaining about the weather. <laughs> if we can just get at your open house, you to do some of the work that gets done, that would be <laughs> something to see. <laughs> I have a thankless job. No one really appreciates it, but, you know, this pointing. That white hard hat. Yeah. Uh, that white helmet, it, it <laughs> works on the neck muscles after a while, I'm telling you. Uh, but yeah, so for all those that did come out, that if you are listening to the podcast, again, thank you for, for being here. We made the most of it. Um, my mom, my mom and dad came up. My mom was, she loves like preparing food, you know, for stuff like that. So she yeah. made a bunch of brats and. My wife made oh, wow. pasta salad and we had cookies and coffee. And I mean, it was just, you know, it was, it was a good time. <laughs> You're making me hungry right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Dan, that sounds all exciting. And that's a good way to wrap up October. And now you're heading into the winter and November, December is coming. Holidays are upon us. And it's just, you know, firewood still, uh, I think, well, Firewood is now becoming front and center for a lot of people. We've made it in the summertime. We've cleaned up in the in the fall, and now it's getting ready to be put into the hearth. Yeah, I was going to ask you, have things slowed down any, or have they ticked up even more? Uh, my sales are very strong. So last October was my busiest or my highest volume uh, month ever. And this October, we just beat it. Wow. Uh, not, nice. not by a lot, but beat it nonetheless. And this is where I know my new wood yard is starting to, to make dividends for me. Because I remember last year this time, I was sweating it. You know, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm looking at all these <laughs> empty pallets where the firewood used to be stacked. You know? But now I still don't, I'm still not comfortable with my supply. But I definitely have more to where I can go deeper into the winter with residential sales. So the, the growth can continue. You can continue growing. Uh, yeah. And, um, it's just the way that deliveries come. I, I try to just deliver quarter cords cause I can fit two quarters in my pickup truck. I try not to deliver a half of a cord to one person cause you can make more money delivering yes. two quarters. Yep. So when a, order comes in for like a quarter cord i let it sit until another one comes in that's kind of like in the same part of town and then i put it on the schedule uh, and that maximizes my time but then that also opens up a day and then my i can produce I, i'm still making yep. wood i'm still getting it stacked because i think that the wood that you're making right now i, I see wood drying out in the winter time if as long as it's not frozen but um because I still get sales, you know, deep into the spring. 
And, um, you know, this is, I think, one of the benefits of where I'm working at because the wood, the, the yard doesn't get muddy. Yeah. And I don't, I don't get mudded out of it for two months like I do where I used to be at. Yeah, I, I've, I've definitely continued seeing, you know, a lot of action at the roadside stand. And, uh-huh. But now, with after having everyone over here last weekend, my wood yard, I, I don't have, I don't have, my log pile is almost gone. So how, how is your log pile looking? Uh, I still have about four triaxle loads of logs uh, oh. to process. Yeah. Um, and I have been um, trying to be strategic. Like uh, this most recent video I put out where I had a stash of these skinny logs and that's where I changed the knife out on my machine from the perfect split, which, you know, runs the logs through multiple passes. I took the perfect split out and put the traditional knives in because it's faster. Well, I'm also going to now start running some oak because I've been, when I'm getting into a pile, it's not all oak. There's usually like one or two in there. So I've been pulling them out and setting them aside. So I'm just going to run an entire load of oak and uh, I stack that off all to itself too. So production's not stopping. That's one of the exciting things of this wood yard. Uh, but, you know, the loading, everything's just easier. Just loading the trucks, um, uh, running logs, stacking wood, everything's easier. Hey, speaking of oak, I know since that's your one of your favorite firewoods, I heard mm-hmm. an interesting story because... Bob Nelson was also in attendance here at the little get together, and and he told me about your your time at uh, Hartwell Hardware a few weeks ago, where he slipped <laughs> a little piece of oak into your pocket, hoping that you would <laughs> discover it on the way home just by smelling it in the air. <laughs> yeah, I thought that a mouse had climbed into my pocket and died. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nose like a beagle. I'm here to tell you. I um I can smell a speed trap in Brazil. That's how good my nose is. <laughs> yeah, he stuck a piece of uh wet oak in my pocket. And um But I I bounced back from it though. I got over it. Yeah, it well, it, it it shook me up for a little bit, but I I got through it. <laughs> Uh, so Bob was at your place though. Bob's super cool guy. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. We were we were having a good time, and he he told me that he first he he like split a piece of oak and like you know a chunk broke off and it was not really wet and smelly. And he he walked over and he said, "Hey Joe, check out this cherry." And then you took a big whiff <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. Chris Wolf was there. There was a lot of Wolf Ridge. Uh, log splitters they're Hartville hardware if you don't know it's it's the i think it is the largest hardware store in the country it is about the size of two walmarts if you wow. can get your brain around that but it's in this big complex it's owned by the amish and there's this enormous world-class restaurant in there they have this gigantic flea market that goes all year long it's an indoor outdoor thing uh, people i mean tour buses show up to this place and he is uh, a major uh, distributor of of Wolf Ridge log splitters. He's a dealer, and he sells a bunch of them. And they gave so, one away. And they right. gave one away. Yeah, I was there. I did the video of it and interviewed the winner. It's really exciting. It was like that was an eight thousand dollars splitter. He gave it away. Yeah. And Jeez. they're gonna and they're gonna do it again next year too. I hope uh, people can make a. It was the week after the Paul Bunyan show. It was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, so Chris Wolf was there, and he was demonstrating his new vertical log splitter, and I was filming it. <laughs> he was splitting up. He was splitting up green oak, and to me, it was like just a a haze. It was like watching like heat come out of the back of a jet engine. You know, it was just like this this just blurry thing of just all the stench coming off these logs. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love the splitter, but come on. <laughs> You're making me nauseous. <laughs> oh gosh. There's just something about the smell of fresh cut oak just makes me want to gag. <laughs> oh my God. I've said this a thousand times. I have flashbacks to elementary school our one janitor is this older gentleman. He wore like his all blue um, janitor's clothes and he had like a thousand keys on his belt loop and he would walk down the hallways with his mop and bucket, you know, and a kid would throw up in the hallway <laughs> and he would mop it up and he would spray the stuff on it. And the, the whole building would just fill up with this God awful odor. And that, that's what Oak smells like to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I got through it, Dan. Well, that's good. That's good yeah. to know. All right, Dan. So let's. Uh, I'm going to wish you a a productive November as we go into November 2023, and I'm going to wish all of our woodhounds that have tuned in for the world's most popular firewood podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Yeah, and and if you uh, you can catch us every Wednesday. New episodes come out 5 a.m. Eastern Wednesday mornings on all your major podcasting platforms. That's right. And stay tuned for some future episodes that I think are just going to blow you away. I'm kind of excited, Dan. Oh, yeah. I guess yeah. maybe I should be too, but I don't know what those are yet. So yeah, you you'll know have to tell me. About. Wow. You know, <laughs> you know what we're talking about. <laughs> all right, Dan. So let's just go ahead and wish everyone a happy... November and stay cool and have a great day. <laughs> <laughs>